Welcome. Episode 185. Yes, sir. The Rising Ground Boys. We're in the building. Yes, sir. It's Thursday. Do you have anything before we just jump straight straight into this? Nah, man. Just, you know, wherever you at, wherever you tuning in, whether that's in the morning at the gym, <laughs> <laughs> your lunch break, <laughs> wherever you tuning in, man, I appreciate it. It's love. All right, man. Let's get it. Let's <laughs> let's let's jump ahead first right off this building. We here. I'm ready. That's enough for me. I know it's enough for you. It's episode 185 of the Rising Ground Podcast. We in the fucking building, man. We in the motherfucking building. Let's get to it. I can't even talk. We got a lot of billionaires on the board today. Yes, sir. A billion here, a billion there, a billion there. You get a billion, you get a billion, you get a billion. I don't think that's how it's today. They knew by this point that they'd be billionaires at some point. Yeah. It hit really quick, though. All right, man, we, we talking a little too early. <laughs> We're in the building. It's episode 185 of the Rising Ground Podcast. It's your boy, Roderick. Yes, sir. Jakari, we back in the building, man. Yes, sir. We are in the building. It's it's post-midweek. It's Thursday. How you feeling? I'm feeling great, man. Feeling great. The week has been cool. Very chill. The weather, man. The weather's been super cold this week. Have you been cold, bro? You got the heat on yet, or how you feeling? Uh, yeah. I deal with I deal with work where early in the morning there's a door cracked open. Mm-hmm. I have to let people in all mm-hmm. all morning. Cold so, as fuck, right? What day was that? Tuesday morning. Oh my gosh! I didn't know that the cold front had come in Monday night. Tuesday morning came. It was about forty something degrees. That next morning, the colds just hit me. I'm an iced coffee guy, not a hot coffee guy. <laughs> so I had brought iced coffee right to the snowstorm. Damn near, not a snowstorm, but you <laughs> know what I, I mean. Feel here though, because that shit just came out of nowhere, and we don't be expecting it. Absolutely. Come Wednesday, it's thirty eight, thirty nine degrees uh-huh. in the morning. Uh-huh. I'm prepared by this point. It's cold even then, though. Yeah. Hot coffee. Hot coffee. Did you did you have to step out in it? Not really. Uh just going to the gym and shit, you know, cuz uh privilege. 
All right, nigga, to be at the crib and shit, but privilege. Um, but no, nah, it was definitely cold, man. You feel it just in the house, cause like the heat is not on. You know what I'm saying? Like the heat wasn't on yet, so like nigga, it was cold as hell. I was like, damn. It's to the point where during the day Tuesday, I wasn't even doing AC. I was just doing nothing mm. at nighttime. Yeah. Fuck around, kick that heat in. I ain't even gonna lie. You might have to get a little toasty. A little right toasty on me. But um, I I think I rocked out with with no air, no yeah. anything for for both nights. But um, there was points and times where I had to turn turn both of them on. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But how's your week been? Uh, so yeah, but just wrapping up, like I said, the week has been good, man. Like I just been chilling. Uh, I've actually enjoyed the weather, so it just it's really just kept me in the house, bundled up, really. So just been relaxed, man. Overall, this week so far. Are you a are you a person that that enjoys specific types of food for specific types of weather? Um, I'm a very festive nigga when it comes to shit like that. Kind of sort of, I would say, yeah. You know, I'm very picky with what I eat, so like it's cold it's outside hard. right now. Like fuck with a good stew. Okay, like chili, uh, chili cornbread. I, I was gonna say chili and cornbread. I swear, I was just gonna say that. Like I have, I saw somebody on Instagram post on their story. And I said, "Damn, I want some good chili." I, I got some that I that I really need to get going when I when I get done potting. It's a little little turkey chili, no beans. Huh, huh. <laughs> you feel me? Little little jiffy with the, with the honey. Huh, okay. huh. Um, bro, that's a like. That's a filling meal, bro. That's the thing about cornbread and chili. That Absolutely. meal, they stick to you. <laughs> so, like, you eat that and, like, you be good for a minute. You ain't got to go back for seconds. Matter of fact, what are we, six minutes in? <laughs> yeah. You want to play the songs a week? <laughs> <laughs> wrap, this, wrap this shit right here. Yeah, for sure. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. But it's been a good week for me as well. Um, moving moving forward with, with my position, like I said. Uh just having a great time. Okay, that's good. I'm having a really great time. Getting adjusted to it, or absolutely, um, fully, or you think it's still going to take some time? Um, I think it's still going to take a little bit of time. I'd say I'm about eighty percent adjusted to it, and everyone there is about is about eighty to ninety percent adjusted to me. So yeah, I'm I'm really liking it so far. For sure, love good. it. Keep it 100. Um, <clears throat> do we have anything we wanted to get into before we actually dig into the meat and potatoes of music news, music that's coming out, things like that? Uh, yeah, so we we had um, on, on Twitter. Was it Twitter or Instagram? This, mm, this, was, this, was, this Twitter, was Twitter, I think. Right? Yes. Twitter, right? So, um, I know what you're talking about. There was a question that was posed. It's regarding deaths in movies, some of our favorite movies you some know, hood classics classic the hood classics man so the first one we have ricky from boys in the hood his death the next one it's gonna be g baby hardball, hardball. Mm. we got Kane from minister society and then we got cleo from set it off so which one of those hurt the most for you what i'm gonna start out to say is i'm not gonna lie all four of these hurt Ricky's, I'll say, hurt the least because after the first couple of times I watched it or after getting over watching it as a child and actually watching it as, and as an adult, Ricky could have zigzagged his way out of that shit. <laughs> there's, there's, there's no way Ricky shouldn't have made it out of that fucking alley. You think so? He got caught with a sawed off just running straight. Okay, he did just run. Get straight. the flow, get back up, zigzag, left, right, left, right. Just bust it right, left, and jump the fence. 
I would have got the crawling in that bitch. Man, you're not hitting me with a sawed off aiming at the ground. Facts. And he had a little disses on him, too. Ricky was supposed to be fast. He played running back. Yes. Oh, my. He had a scholarship. <laughs> he was about to get him a full ride. On me. He, the, pa- he passed the SATs. Remember? With those average-ass SAT scores. <laughs> Dang, but we made it. That shit was mad average. <laughs> oh, he yeah. needed like a... He need like a 700. <laughs> he got like a 701. His mom was like, oh, wait, and he just made it. <laughs> he just made it. Right, right. She going to blame that shit on Q. I know. Blame ass. All right. Um, then that leaves G-Baby, Kane, Cleo. These, to me, I'm not going to lie, they all hurt. Second, that hurts the least, I have to go with Kane. I know that's your I know that's your favorite movie. <laughs> Kari is a minister society yeah, champion. That's his favorite movie all time. Yeah. I gotta go with Kane because Kane put himself in this position, of course. And Cleo did too. But there was something about Cleo and set it off. Maybe it was the music day after day. <laughs> Seems like I push against the plan. <laughs> I, I saw you reach the point where you, where you was about to keep going. I said, oh, shit. My bad. Nah, when that song got the plan and she, she got out that damn car, smoked that cigarette. Man, I know, bro. I'm like, oh, no. Nah. Cleo's death was very emotional. I will say that. Y'all bro. not go smoke Cleo? <laughs> bro, like, they did Cleo dirty, man. But she went out like a soldier, but. Cleo felt like your cousin. Y'all not going to smoke my cousin? Bro, like, Cleo didn't even have to go out like that. That's crazy. Um, P.S. I love you, Dr. Dre. That is one of the worst performances <laughs> I have ever seen. Word. Oh my, if you go back and run back Dr. Dre's acting performance uh-huh. in Set It Off and in Training Day, hor- horrible, Day. horrible, horrible. What else did he do after that? I'm not sure. The uh, Wash. Yeah, yeah, The yeah. Wash. That's, that's my shit. <laughs> that's my shit. Yeah, for sure. Shout out them niggas. But uh, keep it 100, G-Baby hurt the, hurt the most. G-Baby didn't deserve that shit. Yeah, man. I'm going to have to agree with you on that. Um, G-Baby, that just that shit still hurts to this day. Growing up as a kid, like, in the 2000s, the early 2000s, that shit hurt. Yeah. Watching Hardball, like, yeah. watching G-Baby get shot and die by a stray? A stray bullet, bro. <laughs> oh, that hurt. Nah, real talk. As a kid, that may be one of the first movies to make you cry. Like, on some real shit. Like, Hardball, like, no I, don't, I don't remember if I cried or not, but, like, now as I'm older, if I cried, like, I would understand, bro. Like, G-Baby's death hurt because he wasn't supposed to go out like that. He was the heart of the team. And he was really the hard one on the team. Yeah, he was. All, the, he like was he was the, the young one, the, the youngest, little one, the baby, the baby. He had the most heart, bro. And all the other niggas was suckers compared Man, to know, to G Baby. That's why that shit hurt, bro. Y'all gonna pop G Baby like fuck that? G Baby niggas gotta stop. Put the guns down, bro. No, fuck that. They gotta slide <laughs> on the niggas to <laughs> no. kill G Baby, man. <laughs> Them niggas just slide. Michael B. Jordan wasn't <laughs> trying to slide. Nah, you're right. He wasn't trying to slide, bro. They just went and buried him. That's it. They put that thing on a t-shirt. Lord, Did they end up getting G-Baby t-shirts at the end? I think some some <laughs> still remember G-Baby for sure. Maybe like everybody wore his jersey or something. No way they put that thing on a t-shirt. <laughs> they on the movie. Did they? I don't know. I can't remember, bro. I used to have Hardball on VCR, though. That's crazy. Is this um, is this Neo from, from The Matrix? 
Is this John Wick? <laughs> <laughs> what you mean? The coach of Harbaugh. Oh, yeah, it is. What's his fucking name? Damn, that is John Wick. I'm so, I'm sorry, y'all. I, That's fucking crazy. I, I should know this. There, there's no way I, I don't know his name. I didn't even think of that until you said it. I, I, I love this nigga. Keanu Reeves. Yep. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. As long as we got that name out yep. there. All right. Let us know who y'all think. You're going with G-Baby? G-Baby hurt the most for sure. Who hurt uh, the least to you? Who hurt the least, man? I'm going to say Ricky. Just because, like we said, um, there wasn't... The attachment to Ricky was there, but I ain't going to lie. I was more attached to, like, other niggas and boys in the hood. Like, I was attached to Doughboy. Like, I liked I liked Cube's character. Um, but, like, Ricky, his death hurt, but, like, not, like, compared to these other ones. Like, I, can, I could live with that. That's funny because... Uh I was going to add into this. It hurt more for me in Boys in the Hood watching Doughboy pour his shit out and then him fade away walking across the street when they said he got murdered like the next week. Yep. I'm like, I God swear. damn, they killed, they killed Doughboy? Yep, I swear. You no fake. fucking way. You feel that more at the end, no cap. Hey, what the fuck was that nigga? What was Cuba eating? Like, to this day, like, what what was what was he eating? What was in that fucking napkin? <laughs> I don't know what that was, bro. What were you fucking eating, man? <laughs> I want to know. I don't know what that was, bro. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Always bugged me. Let's move on. Are we ready to get into the actual, like, the actual music? We got one more. Oh, there's something else. One more topic, man, before we dive into the music. I do see this. So, another one we found. Twitter, mm-hmm. Instagram, you know, mm-hmm. we do a lot of surfing on the web. Forgot we said we were going to use this one, too. Let's do it. The question is, what's the cheapest thing someone can buy for you that would make you happy? This doesn't say one, so, like, we can name a couple, maybe, right? Yeah, what's the cheapest thing? Just whatever. Weed, chicken nuggets. <laughs> Ooh, there we go. Chicken Smoothies. From where? It depends, bro. This is important. I don't need everybody's chicken nuggets. Y'all are going to get mad at me. Y'all are going to get mad at me. I need the McDonald's chicken nuggets. Good, bro. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to need you to grow up. What the fuck, man? <laughs> with the hot mustard? Stop playing with me, man. Hot mustard? They got a hot mustard now? They've always had hot mustard. Oh. It's not spicy. It's like. I yeah, I don't really do mustard. Too I don't much, know so. how to explain it. Like it's not honey mustard. It tastes it tastes like honey mustard that would be served at other restaurants, but they call it hot mustard. Okay. I don't know for sure. I don't know for sure for sure. Damn, what would you pick? Since you on my ass about it, <laughs> man. I just asked a question, bro. But nah, something that'll make me happy. Uh, the cheapest thing, smoothie, a book, a book you know what i'm saying why do y'all um, always make me out to be such a pothead with my answers <laughs> i said weed and chicken nuggets <laughs> this nigga came with a book damn it i need to grow up my fault. i gotta move on no, no I'm just kidding. my fault my fault but yeah for sure a book man you know starting with this podcast <laughs> no, I'm right, number one <laughs> this I'm is a- over <laughs> no for real but nah man i'm simple bro just a little little juice a little smoothie a little food uh, a book, you know what I'm saying? Something, something simple, bro. But yeah, I ain't, I'm easy, bro. I don't, I don't need too much. I don't ask for a lot. I'm trying to think of something. 
Hooker, maybe? Okay. For sure. <laughs> no, I'm playing. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Don't try to get me trapped in. I just told you I was choking. You see what he does, man? Nah, bro. I wasn't even trying to. What that nigga Meek say? You might just get here with the Rico. Yeah, like, see. Everybody get here with Rico. I'm media trained. You see me? For sure. I stopped right there. All right. That was that was it? That was it, man. Now we can dive into it. All right. We kind of compiled some things. So let's just get into the meat and potatoes of everything. Kanye West, we're not going to waste any time. Mm-hmm. We don't want to talk about him anymore. Well, let's just, I'll speak for myself. I don't want to talk about Kanye West anymore. A- unless Kanye West's name is cleared, yada, yada, yada. Time goes by and then Kanye does this shit all over again four years and then we have to talk about him, yada, 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 because it's going to happen again. Um are you in agreement that you don't want to? Wanna... Yeah, man, and I've said it before. Like it's it's not new. Um, I'm tired of talking about it, but but bro had a crazy week. You know, he had a he had a a wild, a wild, wild, wild week. Wild week. So of course, you know, there there's things that we have to mention. Um, but yeah, where where do we want to start, man? And there's just so much. Like like I said, I don't even know where to start. Okay, we just we had just hopped off of the Monday pod, and I think Tuesday. The Drink Champs 3 with Kanye West or or Ye. I don't want to be disrespectful with Ye. Um, <clears throat> aired. What an interview. <laughs> we had already seen snippets, previews that were being sent out from, from Revolt, from Drink Champs that would be controversial, you could say mm-hmm. polarizing you could say whatever it is right. Kanye West was talking about um George Floyd he was doubling down on the the Jewish comments mm-hmm. <clears throat> there was a lot that went on did you watch the interview yes i didn't watch all 2 hours or whatever it was an hour and a half or whatever that was mm-hmm. but um i watched it through maybe the first 45 minutes and the thing about it is it was around 12 or 1 in the morning or something like that when I watched it paused it because I went to go to sleep woke up left it on to go to work came back on my lunch break it was deleted (laughs) it was gone it was gone from YouTube yeah that's why I asked because I, I didn't get a chance to even see it it's up you can still see I mean, it. Of course, it's not on. Yeah, not on. Not on Revolt. Yeah, yeah. But I really don't even care that much to even watch it like that. But, um, but the comments were crazy, bro. Like we said, so you you mentioned George Floyd. Uh, so you know Kanye went on the interview, went on Drink Champs, and you know said that George George Floyd really didn't die by, you know what we saw on video. He quote on quote unquote. He said they hit him with the fentanyl. He got hit with the fentanyl, man. Uh, he said that the officer, his knee wasn't even really on him like that. Yeah, his knee wasn't even really on his neck like that. He said, you know, so it's just not statements of the Rising Ground podcast. Not statements supported by the Rising Ground podcast. Yeah, man, that's that's Kanye. Um, so yeah, I, I, like we said before, we we don't even know where these where these comments come from. They're misinformed. We don't know what's what's on his mind. Like I don't know why you even go that route. Like what? What do we gain from that? What do you gain from that? I, I don't even know. Attention. Of course, we can continue to speculate 
on what Kanye might be doing, unless Kanye is going to say that out of his mouth because his mind goes a million fucking places at at one time, we'll never know what it is Kanye's actually doing. We can I can wholeheartedly say that it's it's for the money and attention. It's for the attention that gets him the money. That makes sense. If I had a million followers in one generation that I know no matter what, they'll never leave me, they're going to buy my product, then fuck it. Let's just start some shit with the other blah, 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 billion people in the world Mm -hmm. to where maybe if I stir up enough and some shoes drop in three weeks or some shoes drop in a week and a half or some sunglasses or some slides or an album or something like that, there's going to be more eyes on it to see, oh, what's going on over here than the one million that I already knew we're going to we're tuning in. You know? Yeah. I, I see what the fuck this is. Mm-hmm. And it's not like I'm not angry with it. This is irresponsible and crazy. This is, this is dumb. Yeah, for sure. This is dumb shit. And the Jewish comments are out of line. But... <clears throat> We can we can move on unless you had something to say about it. Uh, so George Floyd's family they they did respond to the you know to the comments. They have filed a suit for two hundred fifty million dollars. Two hundred fifty million dollars against Kanye West. You know because of the comments that he mentioned towards the family. So because it's it's a spread of it's a spread of false information. Right. Derek Chauvin is in prison for this. And it's not over the fentanyl. It's not over any fentanyl. I don't yeah. think there was any fentanyl that was recovered from that. No, nah, not that I know of. I just know that's the picture they tried to paint. You know him as a a drug dealer or something yeah. like that, whatever, yeah. or a user or something user, like that, whatever. But yeah, I don't know about that, man. Nevertheless, um, one thing I wanted to dip into, Corey. Uh, <clears throat> how do you feel about? Drink Champs' position in this. Even beginning with whether they should have taken the Kanye West interview or not. Mm -hmm. Because I do agree with Nori that there's a large movement of silencing people's freedom of speech. I do believe in um, giving people who have something to say the platform to say it. But um, I also believe in being as as respectful as you can with the platform. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can say that's that's my stance as well. So with Drink Champs, with Revolve, with Nori, of course, taking the interview, you know that you're going to get an audience. There's going to be clicks coming your way. There's going to be revenue that's generated. So that's a, why I was taken. From a business standpoint, I understand that. I'm always going to understand the business of it. Um, and you don't know going in what Ye is going to say. Like, Dream Champs, there's there's no script. They come in and they get asked questions, you know? So there's no script before. There's no rehearsal. So, of course, when it's happening, it's just happening. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, you're just in the moment. Um, so afterwards, you have a choice to make. You have to take a stance. So I am, on, like, I, I, I get free speech. I want free speech. I want everybody to be able to, Believe whatever you want to believe in. Speak on whatever it is that you want to speak on. But when you cross a certain line and you start offending people, you start saying slurs, remarks, whatever it may be. If they decide to take you off their platform, that's their right. I don't think that takes away free speech, in my opinion. 
Um, the problem that people saw with it is Nori and DJ EFN had already been running promos and snippets right. of the George Floyd uh, section itself. Okay. When this came out, they they didn't <clears throat> they didn't stop the video from coming out. They didn't delete the video until hmm. there was backlash and call for them to delete it. Well, I mean, there was a lot of backlash on some. I saw both sides. I saw people that were saying, "If if you're really sorry," because of course, uh, Nori came out and said that. He doesn't stand with any of the shit that that Kanye said there on Drink Champs. Right. He wanted to be able to give him the platform, but he also checked him. There are points in that that podcast that if you missed it, Nori and uh, Nori and DJ EFN did check him on some of the shit he was saying. But um, people were wondering why if if this is your platform and you felt that way, why you would let it still go on. Why why didn't you delete this? Why didn't you stop it from coming out? Um, Nori did say that um, Kanye's people told him from the very beginning, if anybody stops the podcast, like at any moment in the time, like any moment in time and pauses, I'm walking out. If you stop rolling at any point in time, I'm leaving. So that's that's one of the reasons why they didn't stop. But why it, it continued to go on air, I don't know. I mean, no, that's a great question. And it's definitely due to the backlash that was received once the full video came out because i don't remember what the backlash was from just the clips was it the same when the clips were just out before the before the full video came out yeah um the the news that hit the big platforms was before it even came out and that was the george floyd comment it was the george floyd comments on the on the snippets okay okay uh, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know, bro. I don't know. I mean, it's it's a corporation sometimes. Like, it's just business at the end of the day. Like, yeah, a nigga may have a stance one day, but there's a higher up saying, hey, this is what we have to do sometimes. And maybe that's just what happened here. I really don't know. Um, but I, like I said, just my stance, I don't think them taking it down takes away from someone's freedom of speech. We all have freedom of speech. But when you are promoting, you know, like, Something that could be dangerous when you're uh, singling out like a community of people, one race of people like shit. It gets tricky in there. So I don't disagree with them taking it off the platform. Like, I don't see why that's a problem. Um, That that also feeds into Kanye's. Kanye's next thing that we were getting into. He came out and made a video and said that. Basically, everyone up there, Power 106, Charlemagne the God, those guys, High 97, DJ Academics, they're all uh, more or less working in cahoots with the Jewish media to to push an agenda against them. Hmm. Okay. Or that they're all aligned together. And right. Just the, like one, the plan is just to not go against that. Right. Just one big ass team all against yeah, West, right? Yeah, I mean, not necessarily all against him is what he was saying, but he was saying they're they're in cahoots, um, and and that's who basically controls those those companies, not the ones you see. Academics. 
Yeah, you kind of got you kind of kind of goes left with academics, academics, right? Because okay, academics is the independent one, right? Okay, the cool. self the self made one, right? Right, right, right. So I I don't really see how that one sticks. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like I said, it's hard to it's hard to know what to believe, what's what's true, what's not. He's a huge supporter of Donald Trump. Even Donald Trump said he thinks this nigga's crazy. <laughs> Donald Trump was in an interview said, "Hey, look, this nigga is fucking crazy." Yep, literally. What did he say? Literally, he said, uh, minutes after the rapper's interview with Tucker Carlson first aired, Trump was already on the phone, sounding seemingly perplexed about what the hell had just happened. He said, even um, Trump says Kanye West is acting too crazy and needs help. Forty-five saying there, boy, it's crazy. Okay, um, immediately following the video about you know all of all of the major media companies being aligned with Jewish companies, things like that. Mm-hmm. He goes with Pierce Morgan on another interview, and he apologizes for everything, guys. I actually watched some of that. It was really, really weird. Kanye apologized in some parts, but in some parts he was being kind of smart-ass-ish, um, laughing through it, not taking responsibility for things. But he seemed to have make like seemed to have made a full apology. But it's a little late. It's very late. It's very late. I don't know. I don't even want to talk about this, but you know. I just wanted to give it to the people. <laughs> but no, I agree, man. I think I think it's late. You know, like I said, there's there's been a line that's been crossed. It's gonna it's gonna take a, a long time before people, you know, forget about what has transpired over this year for Kanye West. Um but along with that, you know, so he's he's talking about all the media, these outlets that are against him. He got banned from Twitter, got banned from Instagram. Yep. So because of that, he went on another interview. <laughs> And he reportedly is in talks to purchase conservative social platform Parlor for an undisclosed amount. Yeah, he already bought it. It's crazy, um, man. Yeah, he, he purchased that. And I think I meant to send that over to you. He's already made his first post from that mm. from that platform now. He owns it. Crazy. Um, in his words, he says, in a world where conservative opinions are considered to be controversial, we have to make sure that we have the right to freely express ourselves. I saw Elon Musk making a bunch of different posts on how his purchase of Twitter that's coming up mm-hmm. is going to align with Kanye West's purchase that aligns with Donald Trump's truth. They're all going to somehow link up. Mm, it's gonna it's gonna be a gang slide. <laughs> it was a midnight gang slide. I had to pull up, get right, a stick and move on, on the west side. Cause you know you made me the best, right? That shit is a bop. No cap. Shout out that nigga Blast. <laughs> no. Yo, we just did a, a fucking barbershop duet last. <laughs> we get let's Facts. let's get in here and do an interview. Facts, All right. Need that. <clears throat> no cap. You want to move on to, to Jay-Z? Yeah, man. Let's move on. So to the next billionaire, we have Jay-Z. Um, you know his brand, say is in partnership with Bacardi. Okay. Jay-Z is suing Bacardi. Why? Supposedly, man, Bacardi's not uh, keeping up with the numbers. Jay asked for the numbers. Bacardi 
said that no nigga you can't have the numbers uh but no so according to tmz there was documents um acquired that jay-z's company which is sc liquor liquor is demanding total finance clarity from bacardi when it comes to do say the top chef cognac brand in which jay-z and bacardi are 50 50 partners so it's unclear what's promoting jay to demand this info but there has to be a level of distrust between the partners because he's asking for this information here I love Jay-Z. I love Jay-Z. <laughs> oh, I love Jay-Z. What's Jay doing, man? I've seen I've seen situations like this happen over and over and over and over and over. Even if we want to get down to the podcasting shit and why um the Joe and Spotify thing was a little different. And the Joe shit and why Rory and all of them are at a tiff till today. It's all about accounting. Yep, yep, yep. Sorry, guys. Um, And obviously Jay-Z's problem is that he cannot see the accounting Mm -hmm. with, with Bacardi. And if Bacardi is the owner of the deal, like if it's their deal, I'm not... I'm not gonna lie. They don't have to show it to him. They it says it's a 50 50 partnership, though. So I think this is something that maybe he can obtain. Hopefully so. Yeah. Hopefully so. Because uh, I just. Just knowing instances like that. No, yeah, I know what you when mean. When it comes to accounting, like. Something, they don't, yeah. That some, shit just doesn't show up. Like, niggas just don't get the numbers. Yeah, sometimes, like, they don't. Just don't get it. It's just on some stiff arm. Fuck you. I don't fucking have to show you my numbers. Yeah. All you need to know is that you're getting what the paper says. And you'll never know whether you're actually getting what the paper says because you can't see the numbers. That's why Jay-Z wants to see the numbers. He uh-huh. feels like he's getting fucked out of something. If niggas ask you to see the accountant, it's bad. So if they're not giving it to him, they're either really hiding something or they're they're trying to figure well, either way they're hiding something. Um they're either just not going to give it to him or they're trying to get their shit together until uh, until they can provide him something that looks good enough, accounting-wise. More than likely, it says that Jay-Z Company says they need all books and records, the location of all warehouses storing Douce barrels, bottles, and accessories, as well as all info regarding Bacardi's physical inventory and its inventory process. <laughs> the nigga's coming for it. I need the whole book. I don't blame him. I need the whole playbook. I mean, and if we're going to have to go to court, I know it's going to be lengthy, but Jay-Z is the type of person that it seems like, hey, I got I got the time. For sure. Let's do this. For sure. This is not going to be his first time taking somebody to court. Let's do it. Yep. Big pimping, man. But um, does this hurt the brand? Do you say? No. 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 I mean, it may shoot the brand up, to be honest. Yeah. This isn't. None of this is Jay-Z's fault. This is this is the another instance of they became masters in the music game. Nobody can fuck Jay-Z over in this music shit. Nobody can. I mean, of course, now that. Of course, Kanye was signed to Def Jam, but I'm just going to say it on some shit like nobody can fuck with Kanye West in the music industry type shit. But then you move over to fashion. And they can punch you, they can kick you, they can stab you, they can shoot you. They can not, And I don't mean like 
literally, but like they can knock you down. You're not that guy over here. When he moves over to liquor, it seems like Bacardi might be trying to like treat him like they can do him any kind of way. Maybe so. But he's got the time. He'll get out of this. Yeah, for sure. Shout out Jay Z. Um, y'all lucky this isn't like big jigger days. Meet you inside the club with a fucking <laughs> with a fucking. Eesh, not a my bad. Shout out. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> my bad. Like, maybe we should believe that. <laughs> Shout out. Shout out Jay, man. Like you're a different guy these days, right? Sorry. Um, let's move on. Rihanna. Is she back? Supposedly, man. I don't even want to. <laughs> I don't even want to say that to the saying. listenership. Supposedly, Rihanna's not back, guys. Rihanna has two new songs that's going to be on the uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever soundtrack. Right. She's recorded two songs. Right. They've been submitted. They will be on the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're going to hear new Rihanna songs next month, man. The movie comes out November 11th. They did the 11 11 22. Uh, so yeah, next month we finally get to hear some Rihanna songs. Uh, we don't even know what it, what it is yet. She may not even be on on the song her damn self. Who knows? That fucking album is gonna do <laughs> five hundred thousand in the first week just off those two fucking songs. Man, this shit crazy, bro. We ain't heard Rihanna since twenty sixteen. Yeah, anti album twenty sixteen, which is a great album, by the way. But that's six years, man. Almost seven years since the last time we heard her. That's crazy. Rihanna's gonna warm back up. Yeah, she's um, you know has a Super Bowl in February. Yeah. yeah. So of course maybe we get more music around that time as well. Maybe next year we get more music in an album. Who knows what what's happening? But I agree. Look at you. No, I know. I didn't. No, look I, at I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do it. I tried to come back. Let me just come back to Black Panther. <laughs> we are getting some Rihanna songs next month. Look at how skeptical Car is. <laughs> I, I love it, man. He thinks that Rihanna's dropping an album next year. Nah, man. First quarter. We'll see. You think you could get that? Nah, not first quarter. Not next first year quarter. makes seven years? Mm-hmm. She's not doing that. <laughs> Her album's coming out next year. Okay. We'll see. Anti. But I agree with you. Like you said, right now, this is just the start. She's just warming up. We get the two songs here. We get the Super Bowl in February. Maybe we get more music. Who knows? But she's warming up. Oh, absolutely. If Look at you speculating. Look at no, you. No, because you're going to make me. I'm like a oh, meteorologist, man. man. <laughs> I can just feel like what the fuck is going to happen. And you're making me come out of the fucking dark. Like I'm like a rap tarot card reader, nigga. <laughs> um, <clears throat> all right. If I'm If I'm right. She pops a song out. Bef- she pops another song out solo before the fucking Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. So is that December or January? That's January. Okay. We're not getting a fucking song from her in December. Okay. You get a song from her in December, it's raps. <laughs> now, like, December is still like, it's cold, you broke my heart season. Yeah. January is like, we on some new shit, fresh, Resolutions. brand new year. Yeah, resolution type shit. Right. If you get December Rihanna, pack it up. <laughs> I mean, either way, pack it up. Right. She's doing a mil first week. Guaranteed. A million. 
Are you crazy, Corey? Man, that's tough. You watching you watching Drake and, and Ye on CLB and Don to do five and six hundred. Okay. Rihanna's doing one five. What did uh, Adele do? I don't know. Probably like I'm gonna try to find she Adele ain't, numbers. Not <laughs> she ain't doing Rihanna numbers. She ain't doing Rihanna numbers. When I tell you Rihanna's first week numbers are going to smash anything that you've seen in the music game, mm-hmm. what did what did Adele do? Seven hundred. Yeah. But, but, get that dirt <laughs> off my fucking shoulder. What you fucking talking about? Shout out Adele though. Rihanna's doing a, she'll do one five. She'll do a million five first week. That's insane, bro. That's an artist, man. Look at you. That's power. Look at you. I know. Look at me. Oh, they got me. They got me, man. <laughs> look at me. Look, she got me. Look, she got me. Rock. Look at the rock. Look at the, look at the rock done did. <laughs> That's crazy, bro. She had a whole baby on you, nigga. <clears throat> why you do that? I you said on me? <laughs> yeah. Like, why did, why did why she have to have the baby on me? I had I to make it hurt. I don't date her. No. I just had to make it hurt. She had the baby on you, nigga. I don't... I ain't the one that's that's claiming my love for it right now. That was you. That's why I said that. I wasn't claiming my love for it. I just wanted to drop the album. It's all good. Bro. Drop the album. It's been ready, she said. But I don't want the I don't want the album that's been ready since before the pandemic. No, yeah, we need a brand new one. Do it again. <laughs> Get your ass back <laughs> in the studio. <laughs> I love you, Rihanna. Do it again. Yeah, I don't want no dated ass music, bro. Mm-mm. Like, just to be honest with you. There's some fans they be like, I'll take whatever you got. Nope. Fuck that. Nope. I need that new this shit. This shit better sound fresh. <laughs> Hot and ready, nigga. Like, bro. <laughs> this nigga's determined to have a little Caesar's ass name for one of these podcasts. Damn it. What? Pizza, pizza. Stupid ass. <laughs> now you want to name it Pizza, pizza. <laughs> nah, bro. Nah, I'm just playing. Hot and ready. <laughs> let's do it. Good, let's do it. All right, all right. Fuck it. We just named it right here. It's the first time we ever named the podcast on the podcast. Hot and ready. Fuck it. Ah. Fuck out of here, man. <laughs> oh man. Um <laughs> oh, shit. in the course of forty two minutes, we've talked about more than three billion dollars worth of artists. Still. Really, really like five or six. Cause, yeah. Cause that nigga Ye, he said he's worth like three, four bill. Mm-hmm. I agree. And Jay probably worth close to two at this point, I would say, and Rihanna just touched one. So yeah. It's a lot of money over there, bro. I just want a crumb. Crumb of that shit. <laughs> you know real. what a crumb of a billion is, nigga? That's at least 100 racks. Yeah, at least. <laughs> That's all a nigga need. That's, that goes back to the, the argument we were having before on the part. Like, imagine if one of them niggas gets a speeding ticket. You're like, it's still a, a speeding ticket. But, like, is it? Yeah. Nigga, they spend more money at the club. Facts. I just still th- be thinking, like, even though niggas have a lot of bread... Every little expense still should make you feel some type of way, no matter what the tag is. Imagine they pay, like, nigga, they walk in Neiman and spend a 30. Yeah. Maybe they not, bro. But I just feel like, shit, that's how I would be. Like, nigga, I still don't want to pay that two, $300 speeding ticket. Fuck that. You could get that attitude, <laughs> but that, that'll um, probably get you shot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you think that we're fucking at. <laughs> this is America, nigga. For sure, that. <laughs> he thought he was gonna pop shit. Yeah. No, they're gonna pop shit. Literally. For sure, that. 
your shit. <laughs> My bad. I'm sorry, guys. Can we get into music? <clears throat> or do we have more to get into? Nah, that's it for real. Blue Babies, It's Only Me. What the fucking fuck is going on, Corey? Yeah, man. So uh, You said it? You said it? Yeah, yeah. Before we get to the numbers, let me ask you, because last pod, you know, you had just mentioned... You had just finished listening to it right before we, you know, started recording and shit. Mm-hmm. So it's been three, four days. Have you played it back? Have you been able to yes. play it back? How are you feeling now after more listens? I feel the same way. Okay. It's a great album. Okay. I just wanted to ask, because I know, you know, first listen sometimes sounds different from that second, third, fourth listen. This sounds like, I wish my turn would have been his freshman album. Because had this been like a freshman, sophomore, and then he gets a third, fourth album, things like that, mm. this is just an amazing setup. It's the type of album that when you're done, it's like, oh, shout out P, shout out Coach K. Oh, they they had their hands on this, making sure this shit was done. The type of beats matches the type of nigga he wants to turn into. It's not a whole lot of turn up, trap beats. It can turn into that, but the the vocals behind the beat give it something that's melodic, like something smooth. He doesn't have hard, hard music on this, yeah, I'd say. For sure. He did a good job. It's it's like listening to it's like listening to DS4. Okay. I feel that. I feel that. But no, I agree, man. Like definitely it just like he took you on a journey with the album from start to finish, I feel like. He did. Um, he tells wonderful stories like you can just you can hear the growth from my turn and it's crazy to say that because a lot of times artists sometimes don't get better when they take time off they they come back and they drop shit sometimes you know and baby mentioned this that he wasn't even feeling like himself in lyrics you know because he took technically two years off from the last album but you can just hear the growth man like he's gotten so good as an artist I don't even want to say a rapper like He's become a true artist. You've listened, uh, not you, I'm saying that just widely. You listen to not just you, not just me, but everybody with a voice in like the rap shit say every time you've heard Lil Baby from 2016 to 17 to 18 to 19 to 2021, he's better every single time. Every single project, he's better and better and better. I, I didn't know this nigga could keep getting better. I know, man. That's why I'm saying he just keeps doing it. And I agree with you. Like, from the very first time that we heard him, every project after that, like, he just kept getting better. Every feature, he just kept getting better. It's because he finds a way to be, to stay the same nigga, but make different music. Mm-hmm. Every album. Like, if you think about the harder or harder than hard or all of those and moving into street gossip, moving into my turn, moving in It's Only Me, none of them sound the same. Now, of course, my turn and It's Only Me kind of give the same kind of feel, but he's looking for the same type of thing in those two. Yeah, yeah. But he's just elevating, evolving. Mm-hmm, for sure. I just think with the uh, with my turn and It's Only Me, it's only me like you can you can hear that those are albums. Yeah. Like those are albums. Those yeah, he, are, those he, are projects i took time with you know what i'm saying like hella time um but not to take away from the other tapes like they still sound great no but i know what you mean with with the albums you can tell there's certain tracks on there 
that were built for the streets. There's certain tracks on there that were built for the ladies. Mm-hmm. Oh, one through 26, it was lined up with quality control. Whereas if I drop the street mixtape, sometimes it might just be street music, right. one through 15. No structure to it, no hit songs, no records for the ladies, no slow songs. She's just dropping music. Mm-hmm. These are albums. Like, these are real deal projects. And I fuck with it. Yeah, man, I love it. So now moving on to the numbers. So this is early. We told y'all last week that the projections were 210. We both said that we thought he was going to blow through those numbers, right? So right now, as of this episode, Thursday morning, he is sitting at 208,000 already. Shit, he's probably higher than that because that came in on, that came in. So this is also. Yeah, that came in on Wednesday. For sure. So he's probably already passed the the 210 projections now at this point, but he hasn't even made a full week. Yeah, and I think this will close Friday, Friday evening. I think Friday evening, yeah. Friday evening, something like that. Mm -hmm. And by Friday yeah, I think you'll have about two hundred thirty thousand. Yeah, for sure. We we capped him at two thirty. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be at that minimum, damn near. I think it'll get close to two thirty. I hope he hits two thirty. Not just so we're correct because I mean we're pretty much correct all the oh, time. I definitely want to break. Oh yeah, and of course. <laughs> gonna break. Yeah, if, if he hits, if he hits two thirty, like pizza party, right? Like, <laughs> and when the teacher gives you a fucking pizza party, right. yeah, we having a fucking pizza party. That's crazy. But uh. Shout out, baby. This is incredible. Reaching 200 is something that's not heard of in the rap game in 2022 at all. Mm-hmm. And you hit it in four days. Four or five days, yeah. Yeah, like I, Crazy. Th- that's that's absolutely insane. Tip, tip your hat to this type of nigga. Absolutely, man. Couldn't agree more. I love the album. You're looking at the new era of, of rap celebrity, rap mm-hmm. goat, rap rock star. Yep. It's little baby. Yep, yep. Shout out, bro. I have nothing else to say. Um, except we talked about how he, he had academics in some of his lines on the album. We talked about that last part, right? I believe so, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> he had some of those yada yada yada. I could get this, I could yada yada yada. I don't want to say it if it's on his album, if you want to listen to it. Right. Talk about it. But Academics had some things to say about it. Academics, of course, um, you know, he has a large rap platform. Um, He's a reporter, basically. And he does a Twitch stream. And he responded to some of the lyrics Lil Baby said about him and people that could be touched, anything that had to do with that nature. Lil Baby said, if it were to come that Lil Baby was, you know, jammed up on trial, all he's good to understand. Act. Ax said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said Lil Baby said that. My apologies. Yeah, yeah. So Ax said he would speak against Lil Baby in court. Thank you. Thank you for yelling that loudly. He was like, <laughs> hey, no, Lil Baby ain't never no motherfucking rat, nigga. My God. Shout out that nigga, Baby, man. <laughs> Make sure yeah, put well, some like, respect on his name. My fault, nigga. We all fuck with Baby, nigga. Put some respect on Baby, on Dominique, man. My bad, man. On Wham. Right, on Lil Wham, man. But now, Academic says he will speak. Against Lil Baby in court if he's charged with a Rico since he mentioned him in a song. That's police work in itself. Absolutely. Um, if I'm not if I'm not out for the Rico, don't um Don't, don't do post that. don't post the millions that, that I'm Don't do that. Yeah, like that's 
that you have you have good information on me for the rico that's like, fed mentality like you said that's not a good look for your platform like a lot of people that support your platform support little baby and what he said specifically uh was that he was going to get on the stand and then once he said those things uh about little baby saying that he could get touched yada 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 he then said the judge would be like okay yep bond denied <laughs> No way. Okay. That's not how it works. <laughs> no, but you know what his intentions are in just nah, saying yeah, that. Yeah, I know, bro. Because you know the violence thing that's keeping Gunny inside of jail right now. That's the... Yeah. He knows what he's doing, bro. It's, it's calculated, but it's still corny and whacking and lame, you know? Um, but you know how I feel about Act, bro. So I don't really want to say too much. He asked also on his Twitch... Why um why Lil Baby didn't go at the Atlanta DEA? Why he went at him? I did say that, I forgot. I'm not not DEA. DA. DA, yeah. DEA. No, wait. D <laughs> D E A. Yeah. District Attorney. Shit, they were the goddamn DEA too. Like if they wanna bust them niggas on them Ricos, nigga, the right. DEA talking to them niggas too. Stop playing with a nigga like me, man. I know what's going on over there, man. <laughs> DA up in that bitch too. <laughs> Motherfucker. Fuck going on, the man. baby. <laughs> okay, the SWAT team came, got all them niggas, man. Fuck you, tell me, man. Now y'all pissing me off. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Uh, what was I just asking you? We're talking about act. No, don't do that. No, 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 don't do that. When Corey can't remember what we were talking about, he don't give a really, he give a really broad statement. You wasn't asking me a question. Yeah, whatever. Okay, 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 okay. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here so we both don't have to remember this, okay? Because I can tell you don't remember this. All right. No, sir. <clears throat> NBA Youngboy has pledged to drop 10 albums this year. Man, we were just talking about how he was going to be on six. That nigga didn't pledge album by album. <laughs> this nigga is album by album. Drop after drop. Hell no. Nah, he's bro. hazing us, is what he's doing. <laughs> We're just fucking pledges. That shit funny. Oh my goodness. Please, please don't <laughs> haze us with no more albums. Hey, man. I don't want any more, man. Nah. Like, I didn't ask for it, and I'm telling I'm telling the dean next time you drop an album, nigga. Hey, we can't take 10, bro. Why? I can't take 10, man. I can't even take what's out right now, to be honest with you. He's breaking records. He is. Um, uh, This comes with a lot of things. I, I guess this might be something that he could be reaching for in his independence. Yeah. He now has the fifth most charted albums in Billboard Top 200 history. Mm -hmm. So... He has the fifth most. Yeah, I don't need to say it again. I almost, I almost <laughs> just completely repeated it for you guys. I, but I was gonna try to go into detail and actually say it or like a a more detailed way, but right. it just turned into the exact same thing all over again. It's all good, bro. He's dropped enough albums since 2016 to make his way into number five on that. That shit is crazy. <laughs> I mean, it's, that's a lot of fucking music, but. <laughs> that is crazy. Let's play an NBA Youngboy game. Like, how many NBA Youngboy albums can you think of without going in your phone? Okay. 
So obviously the new ones, thirty eight hundred, last Slimento, um, colors, um, AI Young Boy too. That was the one that really Ooh, sold me. Okay, okay. And then of course the first one, uh, Sincerely Kentrell, I think is one or some shit like that. I don't know, bro. It's too many. He's got a lot. All right, let me yeah, see if I can I start know. from the beginning. Thirty eight, baby. Mm, see. The fuck until death call my name. Um, then it starts to get hazy. We got realer, realer two. Um, AI young boy. <clears throat> yeah, then we get into the shits like you said. All right, the new one. Yeah, the new ones. I I know all of those. The colors, last lamentos, mm-hmm. things like that. Oh shit, we forgot top. Oh, oh, we forget top. How did we forget top? Damn it. That one hurt. Okay. That's crazy. There's a lot. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go through really quick just to see if see if I have anything. Let's see. Young boy never broke again since they don't let him go by his AI Young Boy, AI Young Boy 2, Decided, Last Limento. He has an album called Master the Day of Judgment. I forgot about that. Still flexing, still stepping uh, until I return. Tom. Right. <laughs> yeah. A so lot of music, man. It's a lot of fucking albums. Right. I don't want to play this game anymore. No, nah, facts, bro. But we did a good job. But but, <laughs> but shout out to bro once again. So um, with that, the fifth most charting Billboard 200 albums, he did tie Jay-Z for that record or placement or holding, whatever you want to call it. So Jay-Z also dropped entirely too many albums. Not as much as NBA Youngboy though. No, no way. Not no close. Way close. Imagine, imagine uh, NBA Youngboy towards the end of his career that m- could be thirty years from now. Man, that's hundreds and hundreds of albums. <laughs> that's insane, man. But um, going back to the pledge though, the pledge of ten albums a year, the ten-year challenge. He is rumored to drop a new project this week. Yeah, it's called My I Got a Family. He said it's going to be somewhere between 13 to 17 songs. So he's not playing around. The thing about it that that sucks the most is that this album sounds like it's going to be really good. Like just based off the name. Like that sounds like it's it's YB's bag. Like My I Got a Family. It basically everything that we've been talking about this entire year about how NBA has maybe turned a new leaf. He Growing looks, up. He looks healthy. He's understanding who he is, like his placement. I got to take care of my family. Ma, I got a family. He stepped out of his gangster ass shell, Corey. He was talking to Drewski. He was, man. He got on Could Have Been Records. Yeah, man. Could Have Been Records was on, what, Wednesday evening? Tuesday Tuesday evening? Tuesday, yeah. He was talking to Drewski, who we just saw that he had a problem with. Mm -hmm. Obviously, they were two grown men and squashed that issue. And then they got on Instagram live together mm-hmm. and had fun for the evening. Yeah, you love to see it, man. Like that's another thing that we mentioned. Even things like this, like young boy don't interact. He don't he, play games. He don't get on social media. He's not joining people's lives. He's not laughing. And he don't let nobody just like you said, he's not laughing. He, he don't he don't play with nobody. Yeah. He don't let nobody play with him. Yeah. And for Or even speak on him. Even speak on like he don't he don't play no games, but even for the Drewski situation, just to give more light on that, because I don't even know if we ever really brought it up, but Drewski disrespected one of his 
baby's mothers. You know, he said they look like me, basically saying that the woman looks like Drewski. So obviously YB took offense to that. But, you know, in situations like that, when you're talking about family, specifically my girls, specifically my children's mother, it could get tricky. Yeah, like we can't, we can't, we it can't play that tricky. way. It could get tricky, exactly. So to see them, you know, overcome that is also just a big step. Like you would have never thought you would see something like that from NBA. No, yeah, I didn't even know NBA would be open to squashing issues <clears throat> right, like exactly, that. Exactly. That's mad mature what we're seeing from, from NBA Young Boy. Yeah, bro, it's cool. And the other thing that it could be is like maybe I'm open to like squashing shit. Just not with these rap ass niggas, right? Like and maybe I can because you see he talks to Hack. Yeah, yeah, he, um, does, he does. I think there's been other times he doesn't super duper do interviews, but like you might hear a statement from him that may have came from Charlemagne or may have came from something like that. But mm-hmm. um, I don't think he has a terrible reputation with the media. I just think he doesn't care to to fuck with any of these rap niggas. Yeah, no, I would agree. That makes sense. But it was cool to see him step out of his shell to actually laugh. You saw this nigga smile. Smiling, man. Playing, like you said, joking back and forth. Like, he's going along with... Nick still know, kept his G, though. Right, of course. He, Drewski wasn't able to make him look like, no, hold, don't get me wrong. I don't think I don't think that's really possible. Nah, bro, but... I think everybody in this industry is really... They're truly afraid of him. I told you, we were off mic. We were hanging by, by ourselves somewhere. Oh, we were... With the fam, um, with Stevie's fam, mm. shout out Stevie and the fam. Um, and I looked at you and I was like, Kari, YB is really like Gucci Man in 2006. Oh, you did say that. When it comes to all the rappers in the game, they don't want to talk to him, they scared to fuck with him, even the ones that, that aren't picking sides, they, they tiptoe around this man in the game. If they were both at award shows together, which, of course, like, you know, YB hasn't been nominated to certain type of things yet. But niggas would avoid him. They were afraid of YB. Are you afraid? Am I afraid of YB? <laughs> niggas, stop. I'm, nigga, you could be afraid. I'd be afraid, bro. Fuck it. You would be afraid of YB? Yes. That, Why? That nigga's a killer. Nah, I'm playing. I was about to say, I was like... Nah, bro, I'm just talking, man. Thank you. I think you know some pretty tough characters. Nah, bro, yeah. I wouldn't even be around him, though. Like, we don't even, we don't even move the same. He got hella kids. <laughs> what the fuck is happening? <laughs> I'm not around a lot of kids, man. Me either. <laughs> I don't want to be around a lot right, of kids. Right, so. Different, uh, different lifestyles. You see how he spun that? A lot of kids. Hey, bro. Get the fuck out of here, Kari. Got a car. lot of kids, man. Yeah, man. He's got a lot of kids. You're not. You're not a family man yet. So like, you feel me? yeah, like you don't. It's no, yeah. it's no reason for me to be. No around. No reason for you to be around. Like, like it that. don't even make sense, bro. Okay. Okay. All right. I wanted to talk about YK Osiris, Kari. YK Osiris was on Instagram Live, and he posted something basically, or he was saying something. About how he didn't want to live. He was going over a few different instances or key things that made him feel that way. And as he was rounding off his his paragraph verbally, I would say, he ended with how the rap industry doesn't fuck with him. Even the biggest, like 
Drake doesn't fuck with him. He said him and Drake don't talk. People keep bringing up Drake or that he might have a Drake feature in the tuck, that him and Drake have a good relationship. So just talk to Drake. He said him and Drake don't talk. They brought up Lil Baby. He said him and Lil Baby don't talk. They're not good. Um, and after that, he, he kind of teared up and he said, so why would I keep living? And um, that was sad. Very sad. That was that was sad. Very sad, man. No, no matter. Don't, you don't, no, you don't got to do that. What? <laughs> Repeat what you said. Yeah. No, no I said that was sad. He said very sad. Very I said sad. that was sad. Very sad. No, no, no. Don't do that. My fault, man. No, nah, I'm just playing, man. Go nah, on. Regardless, though, how you feel about YK, whether you're a fan or not, like watching that video, hearing that message, it's uh, it's scary when you hear things like that, you know, because you never know what somebody is going through. And then when people, like you mentioned at the end, because, of course, it was made out to be, the story was made out to be like, oh, he's sad because nobody in the industry fucks with yeah, him. Yeah, and, and he's going to try to, or he he wants to kill himself because solely, Drake. Yeah, solely because his not, relationships bro. with Drake or Lil Baby have severed. So, like. It's, that's not it. That's, and even if it was in that instance, it wasn't like that. Um. For me, unless unless I'm completely wrong, I would have meant it more in the instance that these are the two biggest artists in the game and they don't fuck with me. If they don't fuck with me, nobody in the game is going to fuck with me. Right. So now I can't get work because nobody fucks with me because I'm not greenlit by the two biggest niggas in the game. Right, right. So like, how am I supposed to eat out here? Right. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. But like I said, that wasn't the the most important part of the video. He was still calling out for help because he's dealing with other shit. Like, yes. personally, like, you can tell that there's something that he's dealing with. So I hate, first of all, like, for somebody to post that, that's already, you know, they that probably took a lot for him to upload. That. Yeah. And then when he uploads it, then people are trying to twist what he's saying. You know, so I just, sometimes, bro, we like, we don't even have to say anything. What I will say is, I don't like a lot of the ladies, like, and the guys, like, comments, whether it's under act, whether it's under, like, shade room shit, they're all annoying. Yo, the ladies got busy with the with the support for that nigga YK. Yeah. Oh, my God. You just need to love yourself. No, y'all went crazy. No, they went crazy for YK. Like, um. It was it was mass supportive. That's they good. they were mass supportive. Now, the comment section. That's why I said it was the 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 fellas that under there they trash, bro. They were like me. nigga over Drake, nigga over little baby. <laughs> that's just niggas, bro. But he came back um, after that. He said he was in good spirits. Yeah. Um, I think he was riding around again. He was like, you know, um, I got people around me. I got love. I've got this, this, that around me. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, so I mean, like like we said, all that we can do is just send our support as well. You know, what I'm saying from the Rise and Grind podcast because we don't know what's going on in that situation. Um, but just hope to see, bro. You know, get back on his feet in the industry, get back on his feet, just whatever he's dealing with personally, and just start making music. You know, we were looking at pre-production as we were reading up on a story, and I asked you, I'm like, man, when's the last time he actually like really put out music and like a project? And we said it's been about two, three years. Yeah, it's. I just know it's it's because the label his last album didn't sell well. 
Okay. So they're not they're not giving him another album right now. He's he's gonna have to to pop something crazy. Some songs. Yeah, he's gonna have to have something go crazy for him to get another album. Something trendy. Yeah. But there was another reason why I wanted to get into YK Osiris, and it's because of artists like Drake. It's because of artists like Lil Baby. It's because of the artists like the Twenty One Savages. The the rappers that have turned into the OGs in the game now that not gatekeep but they're the ones that sit at the top and they're the ones that give entry to the game to the little niggas they're the ones that give advice to the game to the little niggas when YK Osiris came through he had a song that popped the worth it Mm -hmm. track it did really well propelled him he turned into like a superstar he turned into a superstar off that one song then he dropped an album. The album did all right. It didn't sell too, too well. But he was making really big industry connections. And um, you saw him hanging with the biggest of the biggest of the rappers all the time. With Drake. Hell yeah. videos with Drake and Baby. Yeah. Like you said, he, he was with everybody. That's when the entire gambling YK Osiris thing started to go around the social media you know, circuit that mm-hmm. he owed this amount of money he owed this much money he owed this much money and whether that was what it did it or not everyone took to social media or everyone in the rap game took to social media to put YK Osiris on their camera whether it was Drake whether it was Lil Baby whether it was Tory Lanez while he was in his height um anybody and just pick on him highlight how much money they owed him you watch Drake make him get up and sing his hit song in the middle of his living room. Oh, my God. Or else he owed him $60,000. Remember that? Yep. We're looking at somebody that's an R&B singer, YK Osiris. R&B singers carry this smooth, sexy, I don't mean to me, but you know what I mean. The smooth, sexy, calm, cool type of vibe. You could think about Chris Brown. You could think about Usher. You could uh, think about Tank. You could think about Avant. You can think about Giveon. You can think about whoever you want to think about male-wise in the R&B game. They carry that. I said a year or two ago, I don't remember how long it was, it, when we sat in here and talked about him previously, hmm. I said these rappers are going to kill his M.O. Like They're going to fuck his bread up, and they're going to fuck his career up. He has a gimmick. And it's as an R&B singer, smooth, calm, sexy, like for the ladies type shit. They playing him like the little bro. And if they play it too much, they're going to play it for the consumer too, for the fans. And if the ladies get a hold of that, once the ladies think you're a bitch, it's done. <laughs> I, don't, I don't mean it for a funny thing, but like nah, nah. once the ladies think you soft, it's over. Like yeah. you can be soft R&B wise <laughs> if you keep sweat, like wine type soft. But they played him like he was little bro, right. like he was a bitch, mm-hmm. and it's it's ultimately damaged his career. Facts, and it, it got corny as well to a certain point. Like it got super duper corny. I don't care how far we go in this podcast shit. I always stand on this this shit. I'll die on this hill. I don't care what rapper it was that was doing it. What artist, what singer that there was like that was doing this with with YK Osiris. Mm. All of them niggas are corny for that shit. Nah, bro. That, that shit, shit was super corny. That shit was like 
So I don't even really remember too much. I do remember Twenty One Savage. As a well, kid to them. Another one. A kid to them. Remember when he wore like that Gucci fit or some shit? And they a child to them. Got on his ass for that. So no, it definitely got corny to a certain point. And then I agree with you. Like once the consumers and you can look in the comment section, like just over the years, it just you saw the transition of people now calling him, oh, he's corny. Everybody just looked at him to just be the butt of everybody's joke. Yep. And I and I watched them one by one take money out of his pocket and mm-hmm. food out of his mouth doing shit like that. He could have, because if you think about it, you don't have to sing the greatest to make it in today's game of R&B. Yeah. He looks good enough to be positioned by labels. If you get that nigga in a in a booth with with like a hit maker beat, oh he could do it. The talent is there, man. That's why I asked, and I know we already talked about it, so not to bring it up again, but I asked like, why is there no music out? Because the talent is there. Yeah, Def Jam's not giving him an album right now. But you can hear it, like. Mm-hmm. Bro has talent. He can be successful if he just gets around the right people. So, you know, I hope that he gets to a point in his career where he gets another, you know, day for an album. But when he just gets songs where he consistently puts out songs that are good, whether or not it be for an album, but just to stay afloat in the game, because right now it's looking like he could be on his way out, you know, or at least he could still have more years before he gets to drop an album. What I will say is. I hope Def Jam lets him drop an album or just drops him because I know Def Jam and you've seen niggas with Def Jam deals. You saw, uh, I don't know if it was Atlantic or Def Jam. I think it was Def Jam that K Camp had just gotten out of his deal over there. They like to squeeze your prime while you're there. Like, you might not be hot. You might have had one hot album, mm-hmm. but you're not hot anymore. And they're not letting you drop an album, but they're not letting you go. They're going to squeeze your best years out of you. Then when you, you're about burnt up, they're going to let you out of your fucking label because you're not worth anything anymore. Yeah, that's tough. Um, I hope he either gets out of this label or gets another album very soon. Yeah. Because... He can put something out independent, and it'll do pretty good. No, thanks. Like I said, the talent is there. I know he can put out great songs that people will love, you know? So I just hope he he gets to that point, like you said, just in agreement, um, that he gets to the point where he could just start dropping music again and just be free, bro. Honestly, that might be what's best for him. Now, I don't know with the whole gambling thing what that bread situation is looking like. I mean, I, I'm not even trying to be funny, but that's that's his business. That's not my business. Um, but if he were to be able to just leave Def Jam, imagine the work he'll be able to get in with this producer, that producer, this producer, that producer, not worrying about having to get this paid for by the label, things like that. But that's also, you know, you're worried like, you're thinking about a good boy. Not, I'm not saying like a good boy, but like a nice clean cut guy wasn't street or cut like that so um he might not just have that upfront money to pay for a hit make a beat to pay for this beat to pay for that beat get niggas niggas in this rap game like yeah they just drop fifteen thousand dollars on the on the beat or drop this on the pack of beats or pay this for the feature 
if you're not in that life and not making that bread rolling through like that, like you don't have <laughs> don't have that, which is why you might want to sign with a label because they get you that type of shit. Yeah, they take care of all that. So um, maybe he should wait on the next album. Maybe so, man. Maybe or, he doesn't have a choice. Or maybe he uh, starts producing his own shit. <laughs> singer turned producer. <laughs> Rapper turned singer. What was T Pain shit called? Yes, not. Nah, Wacky Osiris, he's a sapper. A sapper. <laughs> <laughs> what was T Pain? I think it was called Rapper Turn Singer. I think that was the name of his first album. Oh, okay. His yeah, first yeah. album. I thought first you were album. saying, like, did this nigga have a nickname for what he did? I was like, I don't nah, know. Nah. Was this Roger and Zap? <laughs> F- fucking no. Nah, man. But shout out YK, like we said once again, just, you know, we're. Sending our support. I hope bro situation gets better. One hundred. Outside of just the music, bro. Like of course we want you to make music, but you know, as a man, I just hope things are okay. Dude. Want you to be well. Right. Mentally. Yeah. For sure. Because we've we've seen some of our favorites in this game crash out. For sure, man. Specifically. Uh no, I'm just playing like <laughs> I was gonna say, really? say <laughs> <laughs> Really? I swear, I was just like, damn. No, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just playing. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. So, no, I'm just kidding. All right. Are you ready to go back in a time machine, Corey? Yeah, man. Instagram is, uh, I guess they're either testing or they're set to be adding a new feature mm-hmm. that's going to allow users to pick a profile song. A song that will sit on your profile, it'll play once once you click on somebody's profile. Right. Similar to a MySpace profile. Crazy, but we were just talking about MySpace too not too long ago, man. No cap. And I I know we have Gen Z listeners. Yeah, man. So um MySpace was no, I'm not gonna talk about that fucking thing. I'm just playing. Um shout out MySpace, man. Shout out MySpace. Uh but if you don't know about that, like because if if you weren't on MySpace back then. Right. MySpace used to give you a list of songs. I don't know if it was five or ten. Could you just make however many long? Maybe, I think. Okay, however many songs you wanted there to be, um, you could have just lined them up. And when you clicked on somebody's profile page, like if nowadays a Twitter or an Instagram, it would play those songs in order. Mm -hmm. You can pick which one goes first. You could pick your number one song. Or if you just want to have one song, you could pick it. I remember my very first MySpace song. Really? Absolutely. Stun by uh Stun Like a Habit or Stun is a Habit. Stun is a Habit. My apologies. David Banner featuring Chris Brown. Wow. Fuck, I wish I could remember mine. That was my very first uh MySpace MySpace song. That's that's a gem, bro. Stun is a habit. No lie, that's a gem. Uh but no, I I can't remember my first song. Um I just know I used to change my shit all the time. The backgrounds, bro, like, you don't, oh, we don't understand. Man. We were really doing coding. We we really were doing coding. Age, bro, and we didn't even really know. That shit is crazy. MySpace, like, if you was really into that, that shit really could, like, teach you a lot. We were really taking pictures from Google and then making that our backgrounds, mm-hmm. picking the songs. Do you remember those crazy ass, like, the surveys and shit we used to put on, like, our comments? We had an entire comment section just for people that wanted to comment. Yep. Messages. Top friends. Top friends. I wish we could go back to doing that because I want to <laughs> let some of you bitch ass niggas know we're not cool. Facts, bro. Real talk. Also, like that's that could get a lot of people in trouble. Nah, facts. But that was a way for you 
to tell like if somebody really fuck with you or not no no cap even though when we were using it we were only in like fifth sixth grade right, at that exactly, point but, but it was still to the point i remember calling homeboys <laughs> fifth sixth grade hey bro like why i'm not in your top Thanks. friends man like put me in your put me in your top friends Thanks, bro. and if i call back and i'm still not in that we we going at it man nah yeah that's crazy though. i remember having like a top Eight, I think, is when I got. I maybe had a top fifteen at one point, but I for sure had a. I always had a solid top eight. I always remember that. I think I had ten, but as the days, like as we got older and we started to get to that sixth, seventh grade, and maybe moving over to Facebook, yeah. I think I dropped that down to like eight or five. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I remember niggas, niggas that had one. You remember the bougie niggas that had one, and it was Tom. Get the fuck out of one yeah. and it was barack obama get Thanks. the fuck out of here i remember <laughs> some of the, the people i never got to be friends with barack obama he didn't add me really did he add you i think so you were friends with barack obama maybe i don't God remember I don't damn it man so, yeah that was a big thing because mm -hmm. he didn't add people or presidents and shit like that don't add you like that on social media nowadays or they did back in the early twitter days and if you got yeah. there back then and got a follow from obama or joe biden or donald trump or something like that then you just happened to have gotten it mm -hmm. he probably did not get that from donald trump because he wasn't political back then he wasn't following you to fuck back stop playing celebrity shit um <laughs> dab <laughs> dab on your bitch ass <laughs> right but now nah, shout out myspace tom though bro one one nigga that was ahead of his time man no cap Jesus and Christ. he knew that this social media shit was headed down the fucking yes, gutter bro. and he sold so. his shit for a nice amount of money and got the fuck out the way bro i've, I've never really been able to, to talk to people about that so i'm glad you brought that shit up i've always said that myself as well i don't know how he saw what he saw but he saw myspace was on its way out like twitter was just coming up facebook was booming so i guess he just saw like i can't compete oh i'll tell you what it is regardless of what it is though this nigga sold for i don't remember the tag but it was <laughs> it was millions bro and, yeah and all he did bro for the rest of his life he just travels the world. He became um, a As he should. professional photographer. He just posts crazy-ass pictures on Instagram. And he's Tom. So you know he still has deals like a motherfucker yeah, just bringing bro, money in. forever. But um, the reason why, and if I could just make something up um, that, that, can, that can probably be ballpark why, um, number one, those are all very intuitive guys. And once they get into the business of, of uh, an innovative, some, like an innovative field like technology like social media something that was booming that had never happened before you could probably see that this could only head in a certain place but what i really wanted to get into is the moment that nigga met mark zuckerberg he was like oh this motherfucker's crazy i'm out <laughs> he's crazy um it's, it's probably like ibm when they met bill gates mm -hmm. or when they met steve jobs They're like, oh mm -hmm. yeah we're gonna stick to making just the processors right, like right, we're right. we're out of the game i'm gonna let you like, have it the whole home computer creative type shit yeah. you two niggas can go at it with each other we're route that's what's that's it, that's what this is definitely was ahead of his time though I, myspace if i'm not mistaken also they were first with the online status like letting people Absol absolutely no 
was MySpace not first? There was some that? Zanga chat rooms. I only know that because I had an older sister who was born in the 80s that like before MySpace, they yeah. had some of those chat rooms. They have some online now. It's that AOL. Okay. Um, the AOL online chat rooms. Yeah, yeah. I know we got some some millennials. We might even have some sure. Gen Xers that's listening to the podcast. They know about them AOL chat rooms back when when the internet first got booming, late nineties, early two thousands, yeah. shit like that. They had the online signs. Yeah, during uh, it was dial up. Yeah, that shit get to sounding off when that shit get to cranking up. I I'll never forget that sound. But that me either. That is fucking, fucking crazy. Annoying. And you go you get on the phone, your fucking parents whoop your ass on. Exactly. <laughs> um, damn, I forgot what I was gonna say. But the moral was we were headed back to this in instagram right right what is your first instagram song going to be car if you could think about it if you if you had to make a guess just for the pod and it doesn't have to stay this since since car doesn't like being predictable so now that he says this it probably won't be uh i'm gonna just say future feds did a sweep <laughs> first song i just thought of okay 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 kool-aid and frozen pizza mac miller okay you see you feel me See, real nigga Easy. type. Real, real nigga shit, you know what I'm saying? I'm fucking with it. Um, wow, you wouldn't pick Cole? That's crazy. I just named the first shit that just came. Yeah, bro. That's what came to your mind? Shout out Future. Soup. <laughs> <laughs> bro, Pluto. Um, weird. Uber Eats delivery. Yep. It just broke the news over this this past week that in Canada, starting immediately, so it should be going right now, uh, if, if people have been able to set up shop in time, Uber Eats has now opened cannabis deliveries mm-hmm. in Canada. So people are, are now able to Uber Eats weed. Shit is crazy, right? Yeah. I want to know what kind of certification you have to have because you obviously can't just... Well, maybe you can because I think you do have to be 21 to not, Uber Eats. Not in Toronto. No, 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 no. I'm saying you have to be 21 to drive Uber Eats. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I meant by like everybody should be able sure. to to handle that in the car with okay, them. Okay, okay. I'll see what you mean. For sure. But it says uh, in Toronto, everybody that's age 19 years or older will be able to order in the app. That's fire, though. Yeah, yeah. That's fire. Amen. At age nineteen, come on now, you we're at the smoking weed like we're that is that is mad okay. Yeah, yeah, it's it's no problem with that, and I think this is just something that's gonna be available everywhere one day. Like this is just a start. Once we start becoming legalized, this is gonna be something that we see every fucking country. Yeah, they're really fucking up the small business cultivation game. Uber they are. Each, Uber each knows what they're doing. They're gonna I try to starting it out there before it comes over here to the states. Oh, that. By the time, that sucks. Oh, this is, oh See, the I'm, game is so dirty. Kari, by the time all 50 states legalize cannabis, there'll be a big cannabis. Yep. The same way there's a big tobacco and everybody hates big tobacco. Just know this, guys. The shit they throw in your face is the bad shit. The forbidden shit is the good shit. Ooh. <laughs> Don't try to make me fake deep. Uh, <laughs> but the weed, you know, that's that's why we it's so sought after right now. But yeah, yeah. once it's legalized in all 50 states, just know it's tainted. Nah, for sure. And 
I'm also on the stands. This is just my conspiracy as well. Once again, he like um, dirty weed. Nah, bro. <laughs> he like he like street nigga weed the best. Nah, nah, man. So I also think that they they're stalling it, like the government and shit. Like you said, they're stalling it as well. That way, they can form the big absolutely. Like they're they're getting all their their ducks in a row, and then once it's time. And they legalize it. It's like, oh shit, we already ready. We already had the game plan. We've been ready, expecting this. So yeah, we already we already nicotined up your weed. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they're gonna do that, but what? I'm not. I don't know. They are gonna step on it. Everything is stepped. They're on. They're gonna they gonna step on it. Everything is stepped on, bro. So just buy KK. Wiz ain't stepping on that shit. I hope not. Wiz wouldn't step on it. Buy cookies. Burner A. As long as Burner's out there and he alive and he cultivating, Burner's not stepping on that. For sure. <laughs> Scouts, Scouts honor. <laughs> Headass. Uh, where are we at with it? Have we had it in the sports already? I think so. My goodness. No, we're not in sports yet. So California has legalized digital license plates. They're going to display different emergency messages. I don't know what those messages are going to be. Um, that's yet to be seen. They're going to have built-in GPS monitors. So if somebody steals your car, law enforcement will be able to quickly locate stolen vehicles. Mm-hmm. Or if you decide to do the fucking dash on the police, they haven't said that's why they're going to use them. But they're going to be using that. More than they're using it to look for stolen vehicles. I, I, I guarantee you. Right, for sure, for sure. They're definitely going to have an advantage in some way when it comes to something like this. But You'll never... This is starting in California, but yeah. it's going to get everywhere at some point. You'll never be able to outsmart the cops again. No, nah, for sure, bro. But um, you're correct. They, they have been... Um, it says that they've been piloting this for the last like three years, three, four years. But as of now... Uh, this month, they extended the option to all drivers in California. So the license plate size screen display a driver's license plate number and allow motorists to renew their registration automatically. Users can even change between light and dark modes and customize the plates with personalized banners. I think that's kind of cool, though. I ain't even going to lie. No, it's not. All right. They're giving you a little bit. Come on, bro. They're giving you a little bit of cool. But then putting a fucking tracker in your car. Suck my dick. Man, the tracker is only going to be for certain situations. It's not going to be like a tracker. That's what Apple told you about your about your, your fucking face sensor. It's only for when the phone unlocks, right? Right? That's what they tell you. I know. Until you, until the fucking precinct is looking at all you niggas' locations at fucking night. Oh, yeah. And your picture. They, they already got your shot, your mugshot. We know what you look like. Yeah, you can eat my dick off. I'm not... Not getting the GPS. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah, I know. Wait. I know. Damn. I went Jaden Smith. I was going to say. Remember Jaden? <laughs> Jaden Smith said he was going to cut his dick. Never go Jaden Smith. Listen to me, guys. For real. Listen to me. Never go Jaden Smith. Nigga Jaden Smith said he was going to cut his dick off. Man. Nah, you sounded like. Nah, that wasn't real, was it? I don't know. What's uh, uh What's the movie? Han- Hannibal? What's the nigga name? Hancock? No, nigga. Hannibal. Um, crazy. Hannibal Lecter. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Crazy yeah. ass nigga. Wasn't yeah. he like eating body parts and shit too? I don't Those know. Niggas is weird. I don't know. End up with my nigga Dahmer doing. I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it either. Yeah, so it's I, fucking gross. So I don't know, man. All right, man. Let's move back into uh, the license plates. Okay. They said that they're gonna display Amber Alerts. 
Amber Oh, Rose. that might make sense now, Corey. So they don't have to pay for the, the time for them to do it on the screen and shit. Mm. So we're not so, going to get the, the messages to our phones anymore. We're just going to be on license plates. Maybe You'll probably still get it to your phone, no, but like you won't see it sure. on a billboard. The silver alerts where there's a, like a senior citizen that's missing. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll probably be stopped at a red light looking at somebody's license plate, and it'll start playing the Amber Alert. For sure. Yeah, that's what it says. It says that it'll flash a message if a vehicle is reported stolen or if there's an Amber Alert. Oh, no, that's fire enough. No, Corey. Well, I say there's benefits to this, bro. I, I hate the benefits. I mean, I, I still don't think the benefits are worth letting law enforcement sure. track me. For sure. But if my shit is stolen, I could let people know, hey, this is a stolen car. Yes. If I can That's turn that cool. shit on and then the license plate is going to be like, hey, this is a stolen vehicle. <laughs> right, right. Now, niggas are going to find a way to get that, that license plate off. For I sure. I want y'all to know that. And you can disable the GPS, of course. Like, Users can disable it. So I'm sure they'll be able to. A real thief, a real crook is going to find that chip and we're going to pull that chip out. You said out. they can disable them? Sure they can. You know, come on now. Of course. Sure. <laughs> sure they fucking sure can. Sure we're not tracking and, you. Until they find the internal one. Right, right. I'm just playing. But no, no. They, they got that. You got to throw your phone in the water. Uh, but anyways. You got you to gotta, you gotta hot sauce that shit like a condom. <laughs> like Drake. Absolutely. You got to put that shit in a bucket of wings. Yeah, man. Fucking insane. Like buffalo sauce. No cat with some vinegar. Uh, but you're not fucking with this, though. So if, no. it, if this comes to Texas, you're not fucking with it. Absolutely not. Okay. Eat my dick. Sheesh. That's the second or third time you just said that. <laughs> Over this specific situation. But yeah, no. Hell no. What? That's the, nah. dr- that's the drop. Nah, for sure. I don't even have, you know, because you could... Get your license plate just like personalized now. Like I'm not even cool with that. I don't want people to know that's me when I'm, I pull up. No cap. I'm t- now. Never mind. I'm gonna say what I say off mic. Um, but I'm choosy with who I give my location to now. Right. But now it sounds fishy. I'm gonna say it all. That's why I gotta say it on mic. <laughs> they have license plate covers. Oh uh, yeah. I saw somebody like the people that do drag racing. That's one of my new things that now since the. The whole Instagram Reels, TikTok eras came mm-hmm. out. I've gotten to different things I did not know I was into. Drag racing. Oh, I love those fucking videos, man. Stop what playing. And I like seeing niggas crash. I don't know. I don't what know what it hell? is when niggas crash out. But the drag racing, that shit is my shit. Um, but I've seen some of the savviest modifications on cars. But I've seen somebody, they also like they have their own shop. Like uh, their their own basically like online website, and they sell automatic screen covers. So if you're a racer and the cops pull up, yeah, and you know you can speed away and like you can out, like you can get away from the cops. Yeah, that should have just and mm, a lower. They just speed the fuck off. You'll never know who the fuck it is, and you can't come catch me. Can't serve me a warrant. Yada yada yada. You never fucking saw my. Yeah, a lot of times though, uh, even the cops though when they when they track you, they can get your license plate like right off the jump, so they gotta be quick with that shit. No, 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 they come to the race with the shit off. Like I'm saying, just like on the street, because you could even if a nigga still just like doing that on the street. No, no, I'm saying like the the drag racers arrive to the street like with their with shit the, already like down. Okay, oh yeah, sure, no, them sure, niggas playing it. That's that's why I'm saying like if it wasn't covered, if you was trying to cover like why you're doing the act. They already got your license. Oh yeah, no, no, no. I'm, these yeah. niggas playing it safe. For sure, they okay. playing it. They playing it mad safe. Yeah. 
Um, Smart. Yeah, if that's what you want to call it. Right. Savvy. <laughs> I'd say it's savvy. But um, <clears throat> nevertheless, digital license plates moving into California. We can move on unless you had something else you want to get to on it. All right. Now we're into our sports section. Charles Barkley, he was very vocal on TNT with his uh his his fellas, Chuck. Uh, it's usually Chuck. It's Shaq. It's um, Kenny. Kenny. EJ Ernie. There we go. The greatest. Yes, sir. Um, it's the TNT squad. You you see them every fucking night. There's a basketball game during halftime and post game. But um, or is it is it just post game or is it halftime and post game? Halftime and post. Okay, yeah. Just wanted to make sure. Chuck wanted more money. Chuck's been doing this for a long time. I feel like Chuck deserves more money in this game. Mm-hmm. There was a few months ago that he was very vocal about how he wanted at least sixty million from TNT, or he would be open to taking offers at other networks. When I heard that, I was like, yeah, that's insane. There's absolutely no way on God's green earth Chuck could ever leave there. Like, I just can't see it. Never. I was going back and forth with my mom about it. She was like, no, he's dead serious. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know he's serious, but um, I just never saw him leaving. And he didn't. TNT turned around and they offered him $100 million to stay. I don't know how long the deal's for. Yeah, 10 years. 10 years. 10 years worth Somewhere between 100 to 200 million is what they report. Good. Hopefully, more towards the 200 million. Yeah, for sure. That's, but, that's crazy, man. But if I asked for 60 and y'all came through with that, that's a hell of a negotiation on my end. Absolutely. Because <laughs> uh, the contract was coming to an end. So the contract that he's in now was going to end in about two years. Um, he was getting paid 10 million within that contract. Um, oh, so but, he up 90 million on him. So, you know, we had to run that shit up. But it's Charles Barkley, man. Whether you like it or not, he's arguably like one of the best sport. What do you call them? Broadcaster, analyst, sportscaster of all time. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not even. There's no exaggeration when we say that. So all four of them, um, yeah, the entire crew, especially Ernie. Ernie's the best. Yeah, but uh, we were talking pre-production. Those guys sit with, like we said, the the biggest sportscasters. Mm-hmm. I said something like a John Madden. Yeah, for sure. Like they they sit with. Those type of guys. Mm-hmm. I can't I can't think of somebody with a more reputable name than John Madden. They're the NBA John Maddens. I couldn't agree more. And especially these days, the deals that we are seeing people get, like Brady already has like a 10-year, $300 million setup when he leaves. Romo getting like $18 million a year. Yeah, Romo deserves every fucking bit of that. But what I'm saying is if people are getting those deals, of course Charles can get $200 fucking million. You better yeah, pay Charles whatever he has. The entire crew. Like, I agree with you. We can't. That crew can never break up. No. They can never break up, bro. Like, it wouldn't even make sense to see them on a different network. Now, they'll retire. Like I'll say in the next. When, when Chuck's deal's over. That show will be over. Chuck said that he ain't going to be there 10 years, first off. He oh, said it. Oh, well, <laughs> that's that's yeah even more apparent then. Yeah, for sure. But I would say probably like five five or six years. Yeah, I, I'm thinking about just the life of the show itself, mm-hmm. not not these guys getting no, older or retiring. Sure. Everything's got to come to an end one day. And I, I it's been on forever. Mm-hmm. 
TV has to change. Yeah. They're not going to keep those guys on there that long. But they have a podcast, so maybe they'll continue doing a podcast. So, shout out Charles. Shout out Chuck, man. Get your money, man. You never got a championship, but they can't tell you ain't got your bread. Absolutely. And you getting more <laughs> money than any nigga that you played with. Thanks, bro. Way I, more than I was ever made. Yeah, I'll say that. Unless he's Michael Jordan. Yeah, that's it, really. That's it. He's getting more money than any nigga he played with besides Michael Jordan. Yeah, I don't think I'm trying to think there's nobody else. Hell no. Hell no. Maybe Magic, the early years. I don't know when Barkley first He played with Magic. Yes. Yes, Yes, you played with Magic. That's it. That's it. That's it, though. That is it. Wow. That's crazy. He might have played with Shaq. If he ever ended up playing with Shaq, maybe not, though. Maybe. Probably not. Maybe not. I don't know when Barkley left the league. Yeah, Yeah, and I don't don't know. remember what exact year Shaq came in. Yeah, me neither. But, no. in, In a league of his own. Crazy. Fuck that ring. Now, yeah, at this point, I don't need that damn ring. Got a hundred M's, nigga. I get invited to PGA golf tours, nigga. I was an NBA player, right. bitch. Nigga, I I host the NCAA. Not yeah, I'm a I'm the poster boy for the NCAA championship, yeah, bitch. For March Madness, nigga, the entire tournament. Yeah, March. You got a ring and just went the fuck away. Yeah, bro. I almost, almost said some words you can't say up here, man. Say you good? On behalf of him. <laughs> On behalf of him. Sorry. That's crazy. You speaking for Chuck. My bad. But shout out Chuck. Absolutely. Shout bro. out TNT. Big money. They did a hell of a job even putting those four together. Yeah. Um, love them. Bronny, the LeBron James tree. Mm-hmm. You know Bronny. We talked about Bronny. We talk about him all the time here on the Rise and Grind podcast. He's a junior in high school. He's headed out soon. Or is he a senior now? I believe he's a senior now. Okay, he's a senior now. He's headed out next year. We talked about how he signed an NIL deal with Nike. Mm-hmm. Just last week. Just last week. He doubled back this week, signed an NIL deal with Beats by Dre. Man, making history, bro. Their first high school NIL athlete signing. And LeBron was the first athlete that they signed back in 2008. It was only right then. It was written. It was written. It's a legacy. Uh, We're seeing it again with Nike and now with Beats by Dre. Um, But yeah, they they dropped a commercial or a video on Instagram, but like a commercial. Did you see it? Yes. That shit was so live, bro. This is going to be some shit that's legendary. Man, so basically it's just like, you know, they all have their own music that they're listening to. LeBron and Bronny, they're on the court playing basketball. Um, LeBron has his headphones on. He's listening to classical music. Bronny, you know, is listening to more rap music, new, new age music. So they're going back and forth like, I want to play my music. Bronny wants to play his music, you know. So just a great, like, concept. The commercial was amazing, but I love to see how Bronny's just growing up. This nigga's 18. He's about to go to college and, you know, whatever happens if he goes to the league. But we're seeing, bro, transition. Did you say if he goes to the league? Yeah. Corey, he's going to the league. Okay. Hey, uh, that's that's all I'm saying. But what I will say. If he pans out, with, I should have just said With that. what I say right there. With all these big ass deals that he's getting and that his father is not getting for him. Mm-hmm. But the James name brings brings big business. And I'm not saying he's not deserving of this because if he got it, he's deserving of it. Of course. Beats. As well as Nike is going to be very pissed off if he busts. Mm-hmm. I would agree. He 
he's a kid and I don't want to say things. That is not LeBron. He's going to be all right, though. Let me finish. That kid is not LeBron, Kari. I don't think they are trying to make him LeBron, though. He's not going to be. They're not, and they know that. Everybody knows he's not LeBron. I think him getting this these deals is not to say we want you to be LeBron. We want you to be Bronny. Like, literally, like, he's created his own name. That's why he doesn't go by LeBron Jr. He goes by Bronny. Like, he's literally, even though it may not seem like it, they're doing this for Bronny. I know. I know that. But. I don't see a problem with it. I, I know what you're saying. Like, the pressure may be too much, but I don't think so. It's not even that he would be realizing the pressure. It's that because LeBron is the greatest player in the world, this kid is being positioned to be the biggest player that, that's going to come out, whether he's the best or not. They're positioning him to be like the top guy. You have to be the best to be the top guy. I don't think that's the case, though. I know what you mean. Trust me. But I don't think they're positioning to be Bronny for him to be the best because he's not the best right now. No, I didn't say the best. Just like a front man. Poster boy. But he's not even that right now. But I, I get you, though. Like, they're trying to get him to that point. But honestly, I just think they're just doing this because Bronny has talent. And he he's a different player from LeBron. That's why I'm saying. Like, he, he plays nothing like LeBron. He's a guard. He's a small guard, you know? So he's a completely different player. I think they're really shaping him up to just create his own image. Is it crazy to say the NBA is uh the NBA is in a point in time where they're throwing darts at the wall. Explain. We're at the one of the first times in a very 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 long time that the NBA is is they're not without the star. But LeBron, who is the greatest player in the world and arguably the greatest player in the league right now, he's on his way out. And it's clear. Um, And I, I think the NBA wants their guy before he's gone. We haven't been in a point in time where there's not a the guy. Michael was the guy. Then Kobe was the guy. Then LeBron was the guy. Mm -hmm. He can't leave without there being a guy. But I feel like the guys that they keep, they keep wanting to be the guy to keep not turning out to be the nigga. Where is Zion? <laughs> he open. He back. He back. Nah, but I mean like. I know what you mean. I mean He's like. He's not the poster boy right now. I mean like January of, of his, uh, his year at Duke. When they talking about like oh right before the shoe bus, <laughs> right before the shoe bus open, that Zion like where that nigga at? Right, that nigga was a dog. Where where did he go? Him and uh, R J, some dogs. No, R J is a dog. We watched that nigga R J. Yeah, they yeah. might have pulled that shit out, but we just watched R J for sure. I don't know though. I agree though. As far as the guy right now. Um, Giannis is who they're who they're trying to make it. They're throwing up darts, but I know what you mean. Like it's not firm. It's like, not firm because it could be Luca, right? It could be John Moran over there. It could be Trey Young. It could be Melo. It could be this guy, Tatum. 
It could be all of them. Tatum's a good one. But yeah, I don't know, man. LeBron still got two, three more years, though. He's giving us some time before before he checks out. So hopefully somebody will step up to the plate. Maybe it's LeBron Jr. <laughs> <laughs> what if he comes through and just shocks the shit out of us? What, hey, bro, is, what if this nigga's like Michael Jordan? I hope, bro. Because his game's super nice, bro. Like he's He's developed a lot. Like I ain't going to lie. When Bronny first, you know, was coming up. He just looked norm, like average, but like now, Bronny has separated himself. Like that nigga cold, so I'm I'm anxious to see like what happens next. Sure you are, buddy. <laughs> For real, you no, the one I'm that don't be following. I will be following, bro. Bronny, nice man. This is what I said to you about the Ball Brothers, and and then I, you just had to wait to see it. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, maybe so. Okay, all right. I'll let it rock. Do you have anything else you want to get into before we got out of here? No, sir. That was it. All right, man. Let's do it. That's been episode 185 of the Rise and Grind podcast. It's been your boy, Roger. Jakari, we out of here. All right, man. We out. Hands up in the air. I just want the, I just want the baddest bitch in the world right here on my lap. And I'ma hit this drink up like it's my last. I'ma, I'ma hit this night up like it's my last. I'ma, I'ma hit this ass up like it's my last. Boy. I swear, I'ma swear, Boy. I'ma do it like I like I never had it at. Drink it all like, like it's my last She a seven in the face, but a ten in the ass And she even look better by the end of my glass See, I just walking fresher than the certs off in this motherfucker I'ma need the baddest bra to twerk off in this motherfucker I'ma go hard until it hurts off in this motherfucker I'm a boss, so you gotta work off in this motherfucker And I could get you anything you want I could, I could, I could, I could put you on See, you look like Beyonce, so do it like Beyonce Do it, do it like Beyonce and put it on Sean Grind hard, but got a lot to show for it. Yeah, always had drive like I had to show for it. My team's so true, we should get a camera crew to follow us around and make a show and for I'ma us. I'ma hit this drink up like it's my last. I'ma, I'ma hit this night up like it's my last. I'ma, I'ma this ass up like it's my last. I swear, I'ma swear, I'ma do it like I like I never had it at Let's talk about it, no need for wild just another fight What's going on, no one did you wrong, I can't deny Don't tell no lies, I can tell my eyes, you can read the signs Our souls align, say give it time, I wanna hold you up Down on my luck, I'm sitting stuck Please find me, I'm waiting, no hiding Gotta get you babe, no bullshit, I'm Shake up, shake up I'ma dream you later and I love it You are truly everything worth to me Can't shake up, shake up I'ma dream you later and I love it You are truly everything worth to me Can't shake up, shake up I'ma dream you later and I love it You are truly everything worth to me Can't shake up, shake up I'ma dream you
is a company Come with me, don't question why My lovely mm-hmm. Since I met you No one ever wanna let you go Can't forget you Days I sweat you So you know I'm lost in your